You're listening to Fakeologist Audio Chat. This is a new and exciting way to communicate with fellow fakeologists from all over the world. Each day we compress and post the day's audio into a file that can be big or small. Discover new voices and ideas that talk about media fakery like you never did before. Please search for Fakeologist Audio Chat and Fakeologist Main Show on your favorite podcast app. To connect to our always on and always streaming audio chat, go to fakeologist.com forward slash audio chat. To listen to the live stream, go to fake11.com forward slash radio 2. Now, on with the audio chat. Bonjour, Benoit. Ça va? Bonjour. Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm currently wasting my time uh, doing absolutely nothing. So, and sometimes it's good to take a step back from life and not do much. What are you doing yourself? You must be singing Alla Winter at the very least. Yeah, the very Bonjour. 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 What's going on? I've lost my speaker. Sorry, I lost. Are you receiving me? Yes. We. Tolbien. Alouette, gentil Alouette. Frank, did you get my email? I wanted to maybe do a show on Thursdays to reconstitute the round table. Okay, that'd be fantastic. I didn't get the email, but yeah, that'd be great. Okay. I can't remember if I pressed send so or not. Send Obviously, I didn't. When did you send it? Well, about a week ago. Mm. No. Interesting. I got an email from you about that, that salt thing, which I replied to. Yeah. Yeah, I know you got that. But I didn't get the other one, no. All right. Well, maybe on Thursdays we can just start up a round table again. Sure. Good idea. Because I think that's an okay time for you. That's 8 p.m. my time, which is what? Um, 10 p.m. your time or 10 a.m. your time? On Thursday, yeah, that's fine. 10 a.m. my time is, right. is excellent, really. All right, perfect. We could just uh, go over some of the fakeologist posts and the videos and things we yeah, saw during I, the week. Yeah, I think just doing simple things like that works very well. Am. Yeah, and I can play clips because I'll be in my studio. So we can burn right. some time up with uh, playing some stuff that we can't do uh, when I'm mobile. Yep. Sounds good. I've, I've got to try and get that banana thing going, like I keep promising you, but... Yeah, it's yeah. pretty easy. It is what it is. After the break... Yeah. 
you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to Fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. <laughs> oh, nothing we were saying during that recording or during that bumper is recorded just so you know <laughs> good <laughs> now to make it very short for Frank because it's kind of useless to re-go over the event I'm currently in jail over some child support so I just go out for work and like for example uh, the weekend if I don't work I have to stay in jail You know, Benoit, I think you definitely need to um, learn the stuff that I'm getting. Eh? You definitely need to learn this um, stuff that I've been doing. About? You, know, you, you should never be in jail for something like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, but it's, it's a simple mistake, to be honest. I'm not supposed to even to be here. Firstly, I'm innocent, <laughs> as everybody knows. No, I'm joking. It's just a simple uh, administrative, administrative mistake is all. It's not really important and I'm not going allegedly to stay here long. Is anybody that was in jail or in jail guilty? I don't think so. I, I doubt it. But, you know, and, and, and the, the legal situation is that Christ died for our sins and we're all saved. So that's the crazy thing. That is the that is the legal position. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's really stupid in the sense that um, being here cost me money. That doesn't go to our child support. So in that sense, it's completely ridiculous. That's right. That's, that's all. That's all part of the fraud. You that's know, it's, it's it's like you know when you if you get convicted of something, and they fine you, the victim of the crime doesn't get any of the money. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the taxation is fraud, and I don't recognize any right for the government to detain me or subject me to any law, really. The thing is that uh, they have the force on their side, so what can you do? I mean, <laughs> fighting well, it too hard. That's what I'm just saying. It's, 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 it's converting from that knowledge that you have to something which you can you know, you can use in a way that's constructive, that's all, rather than... I mean, you, you're intuitively aware that that it's a fraud and, and you've got to work out... You've got to understand how to, you know, make that case and operate in that mechanism. Honestly, the best, the best one can do, in my opinion, is to get a convenient diplomatic passport. That's the best solution. The best way to... Be removed from uh, the subject of the law or whatever. Invest in the Fiji island or something like that. Get a diplomatic passport yeah. and then live free ever after. Yeah, no, there is 100. There's a, there's there's a lot more in what you're saying than you. Well, I, I you I don't know if you're saying it in jest or not, but I think you're you're correct that that is a. Solution. No, no, that's there are other ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the yeah, easiest one if you want because you just have to have money, which is not that easy, but. 
That's the best way to go about it, I believe, having, having a diplomatic passport. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've, I have had a... Um, I'm, I'm working a shift, but because it's automatic, um, here I've been able to go and do a bit of karaoke singing, which has been a bit of fun tonight. I'm, I'm just taking advantage of all of the moments when we're not being locked down. Oh, that sounded like something happened. I'll be back. Yeah, it's, it's funny because there isn't much of the COVID regulation in place, but it's just like a, it's, it's oh, no, but in the shadows waiting. I, I don't for think there's one in place, but, but, but how long till it's going to be, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever the next thing is, you know, the oh, carbon definitely. dioxide thing or something. Yeah. Definitely. I, I, I'm sure there are some places. I mean, it's not to be much like uh, that guy that we discussed on Routate, but it's just that if you have money, you are basically more free than people that have money, and that's all there is to it. So in that regard, he's right that um, money is the is the goal. To the goal is to have as much money as possible to at least be free from some of the hassle that the other people are subjected to. We okay. I'm back. It's 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 one uh, one twenty five a.m. on um, Sunday, the 29th of January, twenty twenty three, here in Geelong, Australia. Are you pulling? Are you pulling an all nighter or something? An all nighter today, Frank, or what? I'll, I'll, have, I'll have a snooze. I, I I normally will go to bed in an hour or so. Um. I just need to be around in case and there's a malfunction of the breakfast dispenser. And I don't know what to do for breakfast. Over. Oh, thank you. We love it's the all, food the that they serve me here. So. There is absolutely no salt in the food that they are serving me here. It's insane. Oh, yeah. And I think I need to... You've been away when I got a whole bunch of... Um, Articles about that terrible situation, what's going on in old people's homes where they're starving oh, yeah. of salt and school with dementia. Yes, I don't know if uh, I don't know if it happened while I was away. I think so. Yes, so I do on the morning, most morning, I deliver um, food for old people, mainly pre-made meals. And uh, one of our customers, I went to her house, which is a nice house, by the way. And there was the, the the home assistance people and the police, so they did not let me enter. And they say, yeah, you will not deliver food at this place. So I called my boss. I was like, yeah, such and such person is not able to receive the food. So I made a few phone calls, and he's like, no, I get the person's son on the phone, and everything is fine. You have to go back. So I came back. The police was still there. And the, the policeman was pretty pissed off, and he said, you are not to deliver food in that place ever. The lady is dead. It is dead. Call my boss. I'm like, yeah, I get an extra meal because the lady is dead, whatever, sort of the situation. And he said, you can keep the meal for yourself. So I kept the meal because it's free food and I don't like to throw food away. So I had that meal for yeah. my lunch. And like you say, it was absolutely devoid of anything salt or anything of value. It was basically yeah. just boiled food, simple boiled food with any type of salt in it. So, I mean, if you are yeah. already old and frail, 
even even if we take the, the the idea that too much salt is bad, which is not, at least give something in, in your last day. You want to eat something that has some taste and a flavor. Oh, no, it's it's just it's just a um, it's a cruel a cruel thing that's being done, and you know the science is one hundred percent clear that it is a it is killing people. You know, not having enough salt is the principal cause of dementia and premature death in the elderly. Yeah, and I will say that it's the case for for babies also because I remember when my daughter was born, was 22 and I did not know nothing about babies or their care or whatever. So what I did is that the food I ate uh, without pepper or without too much hot sauce or whatever, I just blend it and give it to my baby as soon as she could yeah. have solid food. So that's what I did. So when she was, I think, six or seven months, I went to the doctor to check. And he was like, oh, you must be happy because your kid will be able to eat onion and garlic and whatever. And I was like, but the, the kid is probably having this for the past three or four months already. And there is absolutely no issues with that. No stomach issue, no vomiting, no illness or whatever. So I will... I will think that it's the case in both uh, the entry in life and the, the the exit of life that we are subjected to terrible dietary uh, stipulation. Well, when a, when a child is born, the amniotic fluid is actually piss with 2% salt in it. And the baby is breathing in its lungs. It it is essentially urine with 2% salt. And um, there's actually been cases of, of babies um, being killed in the, thou- in the hundreds when um, baby formula was, um, was dispatched without any salt in it. Mm. You know, there's been several cases of that. Yeah, I've read somewhere or heard it on a podcast that the first reason, uh, first cause of death on Earth last year was abortion. That's nasty. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a lot of cruelty going on at the moment, and it's um, it's extraordinary. Well, is that spontaneous and abortion it, it, from the vaccine? I think that the only <coughs> register are the ones that are voluntary, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. I, I know that they say that only for France, because it was in something French that I read of that, it's 200,000 abortions per year, just for that country. Wow. How many people are in France? 60 million? Yeah, around something, I think more like 80 millions now. Million, I think yeah, it's 10, 10 to 20 million more than in the UK. But that's a lot of abortions, isn't it? Yeah. And also the thing is that the people that get aborted are um, more educated and more of the higher class than the people that don't get abortion because, as everybody knows, poor people tend to have more children. 
Yeah, it's um, it's um, it's a bonkers world. Yes, yes. And it's really just people. Here. I'm sorry. I, I must admit, though, I, I I had a huge um positive outcome in my personal life the last couple of days, where my wife. And I, who are basically not just not talked about stuff like um, injections and so on, had a um, a deep and meaningful over the last few days, which resulted in some very positive outcomes as far as I'm concerned. What did you guys do? I, I missed yeah. that. What happened? Oh, well, I, you know, my wife has been pro-vaccine. She's from a family of doctors and so on. Oh, she's pro-vax, your wife. Did she, has she been injected? Yeah. yeah, multiply. How many times? I, I don't know, four or five times at least. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Did you speak of that before? Yeah, I've, uh, you know, I, I've been... Yeah, I've said to you before, I'm sure, to, on, on this thing, that um, I'm the only person in my family that's not uh, jabbed. Uh, well, yeah, what point does your wife decide that she's had enough? Does she have a limit? Well, that's really where it was coming to. So so the way it came about was interesting, is that she, she was suggesting that I was shunning our friends, you know, that I was cutting off social interaction by my... Attitudes towards other people, and my I objected. I simply said, "Well, well, it's, it hasn't been me that's done that. It's other people uninviting me or leaving groups because of that." I say things like, uh, "I think that the um, lockdowns are an overreaction." So, I mean, I've been a group of people that I'm, I've been friends with for many years and they're all talking about, um, you know, uh, how this thing in Australia is going to cause... We're talking about quite early on. This thing is going to cause um, three or 400,000 deaths in Australia and, you know, you can imagine Dave Jay just going mad, you know, give me the list, give me the list of all these people that are going to die. And I would say, well, you know, I don't think there's any evidence for that. I think this is overblown and it's in contradiction to the, you know, the recommended way of managing respiratory um, pandemics or, you know, epidemics up until the end of 2019. The World Health Organization was all... uh, Anyway, these people just went absolutely nutso at me and um, you know they abused me and and, and walked out of the um, the group and so you know at some point I just thought okay obviously I better leave the group or it's going to disrupt it too much my, my views are causing too much friction and um yeah, anyway, so 
It was very interesting. My wife had a completely different memory of what had happened. And yet when we went back, because all the all the conversations are kept on those apps, you can go back as long as you like. So it was very, very interesting when she read them again and realised that I had behaved completely properly. You know, just very gently saying things like, well, you know, it's a bit overblown. You didn't lay the full fake all anyway. dogma into the group? No, I simply said... It, I just, I just went with the normal, the normal, what, sorry, what would you call it? The, the, accepting all the dogma, I simply said, well, this thing, the, uh, you know, the lockdown approach seems disproportionate. I even, you know, I didn't say anything really. I just said, it's disproportionate to the risk. Okay. And there is no evidence that you should do this any different to the than the World Health Organization recommendations as they stood at the end of 2019, which is what Sweden adopted. And, you know, and I said at the time, Sweden was sailing through this thing and doing very well, thanks very much. And people were, you know, the newspapers were telling people that 15,000 people had died in Sweden you know, all of which was just yeah, totally I, untrue. I, I would have to, to disagree with you a little bit on that subject because I think that uh, you saying that uh, people will die because of the vaccine or lockdown or anything, it's basically the same no, as the people that, the that was... Ah, I'm sorry. This is, this is before the vaccine. Oh, I understand. Oh, I thought you were saying that you said that because of the vaccine and everything, there will be an excess of death and... In my opinion, that's no, wrong no, no, no. To say that. So at, because the, at the time, we're uh, talking about we're talking about at the start of this thing. You know, when uh -huh. when Victoria, where I live, was locked down pretty severely. What I was saying was that that is an overreaction that will cause more harm than good. That it that it doesn't match the World Health Organization criteria about how to manage this thing. And. Um, Masks are not appropriate. You know, they're, it's, they're, they're defying what was, what was the logic of epidemiology as it stood the end of 2019, according to the World Health Organization. Oh, I see. I, I was misunderstanding what you said, then. My bad. Yeah. No, it's all right. It was, you know, it's not, English is not your first language. But the, you know, and so... He's pretty good at it, though. He's pretty good. But the, the point remains that any any conversation that didn't fully endorse everything that the Andrews government was doing at the time... After the break, Frank tells us... About we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, I'm Jeff from Atlanta, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Thank you, Jeff. We're back. Yeah, and so this had led to so this the, these conversations had led to a fracturing of relationships with um, 
with people in, uh, in my circle. And, it, you know, my wife was just unable to talk about it for, you know, basically two or three years. And we were just, um, over the last couple of days, we've, we've had some full and frank discussions, which have been very... Um, uh, what would you call it? Very... Um, Fruitful. Satisfactory from my point of view. Fruitful, yeah. Well, go ahead. Do tell. You say, you're saying the story pretty slow. Are you, uh, are you low on salt this, tonight or what? Well, it's just late at night. I, I'm really just choosing my words carefully, I think I would like to say, yeah. But, you know, we're... Oh, all right. Um, yeah, so the, the key point is that you know, at the time, my wife thought I was being incredibly reactionary, you know, incredibly provocative with what I was saying. But when we reread the things that I had typed, they were very, very mild indeed. They were just statements like, oh, I, think, I think the lockdown is an overreaction. Here's why. I don't think there's going to be... There's no evidence that anything like this has occurred because... You know, the illness has obviously been in Victoria for some time, you know, given that all these Chinese people are coming from Wuhan, had been coming into Australia up until March. Uh, so it's unlikely that anything that they're doing now is going to stop the spread of whatever this thing is, you know, whatever they say, according to their own model I'm talking about. Um, so clearly, and it, and it's it, there's just no evidence that this is going to do anything. And we know from the you know the the standards that were set by the World Health Organization about how to manage respiratory outbreaks that everything that was being done by the Andrews government was wrong, and by the Chinese government at the time, you know, locking everybody down. Yeah, if anything, it's okay. clear that locking someone down cannot have any good effect, really. It's, um, it, yeah, it's and it always has been clear. That's, that's, uh-huh. There is a movie... Yeah, there is a movie that maybe you should watch. I will find the title later, but uh, the, the the movie, is, it's, it's really simple. I will resume the pitch in a minute or two. This guy is a stay-home person. He doesn't work. His wife works. So she leaves for work in the morning in Los Angeles. Then the guy, maybe a few minutes later, after, uh, puts on the TV, and the TV says there, are, there was a nuclear incident in downtown LA. You have to close your windows as airtight as you can and stay inside and whatever. So the guy stands inside, locked himself in, closed the windows, put tape and whatever he can find to really lock them airtight. It happened that his wife come back. He refused to open the door for his wife. Because he say, yeah, you've been outside, you're contaminated, there is absolutely nothing I can do. Whatever, his wife insults him and leave. And at the end of the movie, the army comes. And they board the guy inside of the house. So he put the TV on and the TV said, yeah, our mistake. What you are supposed to do is go outside and breathe air. By locking yourself in, you are locking yourself in with uh, radioactive particles and you are basically done for. So in that regard, yeah, I think that's so anyway, the same thing. It, 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 it's been a uh, very um, 
a very um, reasonable outcome from my point of view. So it's just cleared the air out of a lot of nonsense that was going on in my... I thought there'd be more punchline to your story, Frank. It's, I thought there'd be some revelation well, on vaccines know, or something. <laughs> well, again, it, it, it may be, Ab. We, we don't know. This is only just, you know, this is the first crack in my wife's armour that's opened up, really. You know, she is from a... How has her health been since she's been shooting herself up? Oh, you know, I, it's okay. I, You know, I didn't really focus on that. We, I, I think you and I share a view that um, what's happening now is that people are being made to be very fearful of the vaccines. So I suspect that has, you know, a kind of a nocebo effect. On, um, on people as well. You know, I think what, what's happening now in terms of increased death rates, a lot of it would be generated by fear and people's state of mind. It's the German medicine approach, if you like. So my wife said, you know, was quite sensible. She actually just simply said, yeah, look, I've, I've been jabbed, but clearly nothing's happened to me. And so, you know, it's all over. Don't worry, don't sweat it. Yeah, but isn't it ironic that uh, we are now discussing that something should bad should happen, while in the end nothing good happened? That's more the problem, in my opinion. Nothing good happened because of that injection. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, as I said, my, my wife doesn't appear to have suffered anything um, severe. Nor do my children. Not yet. So I'm grateful for that. Well, you know, I, I think a lot of things will be attitudinal. But, you know, there's nothing there's nothing I can do other than pray, really. And, you know, as I said to my wife, you know, really, what's the reason for taking any more of them? And yes. it was the first time she's kind of acknowledged. Yeah, for some people it might have made sense. Uh, like, for example, I know some people that get vaccinated so that they go for, to restaurant while I could them, but that's the only benefit they had. Ever. The only thing that the vaccine gave them was the possibility to go to the restaurant. And that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's 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 how yeah. it was sold. It's how it was sold. It's sold on the premise that if you do get sick, you won't be as sick and need hospitalization. So it's literally like saying if you eat cereal for breakfast, no elephants will show up in your house. Yeah. Yeah. That may not be the best analogy, but there's... Oh, it's good. Uh, it's good enough. I mean, people get get the point. You know, the, the thing remains, and, you know, and then there's you know, in the case of Australia, the the just the federal government debt alone went from 0.8 trillion dollars to to 1.8 trillion dollars in yes. the last couple of years, and then you, you then say, okay, the, the next part of the farce is how can the Australian government, which is entitled to produce all its own money, 
which and only Australian money can be spent in Australia, why would the Australian government end up in debt anyway? You know, there is there are so many, if you could say, layers to this fraud onion that it gets. It's a, it just it's, gets. In my opinion, it's a, money laundering and wealth transfer. For example, in my country, Switzerland, they throw away, allegedly, once again, absolutely no way to prove that, but they threw away, I think, two million doses of the vaccine that they paid for. And thing is, they have already ordered one million more. Well, there is absolutely no demand that I know of. So, yeah, all this is unprovable. It's all unprovable. Yeah, it's all unprovable BS. That story is in every country. Every country has the same story, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, my point is that uh, it's it's just a way to wealth transfer. If there is any truth to it, there's no medical well, yeah, reason, or whatever. Yeah. That was just an agreement that they had way before that thing, and that, that just uh, well, the end game the... is to reset the currency with a new currency. So anything they're spending now doesn't really have any long-term impacts because their goal is to wipe out the currency and the debt. So they're really it's really like saying, guys, just take whatever you want, spend whatever you want, because it's all going to be reset yeah. in Jubilee anyway with the new reset. That it, it, They're saying to everyone in, in power, take your wish list and, and implement it, because none of this debt is going to be accountable, accounted for. It's going to I'm be really wiped looking, out. I'm really looking forward to it. Being myself personally in debt, if that were to be wiped out, I don't really see where the issue is. I don't know about your debt. (laughs) I don't know about personal debt. That might be different. I'm talking about officially Mm -hmm. government debt, where they're just spending trillions of dollars because they know that there's no hope in in a future valuation for the the currencies because they have a new currency they're going to reset it with. With a million stipulations, price controls and programmable money, it's going to be amazing. And they're going to have to bring it in because they can't pay back the interest on the debt they just created. I don't know how long but, it's going to take. Again, to say we, yeah. again uh, there's, you know, they could, of course, do it. I mean, if Canadian gum, for example, if whoever it's, you know, its debt is denominating Canadian dollars... Nothing is stopping the Canadian government saying, okay, well, we'll... we'll Everything is stopping them because they've completely integrated into the one world banking system. So they'd have to withdraw from all the banking, the world banking system, and they're not going to do that. We're not, you know, our prime, our crime sinister is an agent of the world banking system. And there's no realization of that. No one here realizes that. They all think, oh, we'll just get rid of him. It'll be fine. No, they'll just put another branch manager in. So really, he's just taken the brunt as a useful idiot. And uh, but that, just that doesn't, well, the point I'm still making is that the idea that they can never repay the debt isn't true. I mean, because the money. The, I agree. The, I agree. We could all agree as a country to, to, to wipe it out and start over. But we're not a country anymore. We're a post-nation state. Okay. And I suspect so it's, it's Australia a, too. It is a, it is a, but the idea of, of 
we can and can't do is a matter of will, not a matter of what can and can't happen. Mm -hmm. Just uh, for the sake of it, I have to mention that we have been joined by John Lebon. So if you want to mute and speak... Hello, Frank. Hello, Benoit. Hello to Abdefaycologist. Benoit, I just want to pop in and say it's good to have you back. It's been too long. And I listened yeah, to I your know. most recent appearance. Very bizarre, though, Benoit. And I don't want to pry and get any personal information that's not appropriate, but I found myself wondering, what could a man <laughs> possibly do to find himself incarcerated on a part-time basis? I don't know if we have this kind of thing in Australia, but it strikes me as rather it, peculiar that the state could decide that you belong on the inside, but only after hours on the weekends. It's really quite an amazing thing. No, it's, it's, it's in Switzerland, it's pretty common. The thing is that they don't want you to lose your Canada job. Canada too. They just Canada want you too. to take the lesson. So what happened, to be more precise, is that um, I had no legal address in Switzerland, so I was not able to be rich. I could have been rich, obviously, but via phone only or email. So they did send me a few, uh, few letters pertaining to me not paying child support while I was out of work. Obviously, didn't get the letter, so they sent me a convocation, which I did not respond to because I did not receive it. And after two convocations, it was like, yeah, okay, it's 40 days in jail for you. It was supposed to be full-time jail, but in Switzerland, you don't jail people that work. So basically, they get you in a very, very relaxed jail where you can keep your cell phone and you only stay at night and uh, the days that you don't work. Can you bring your girlfriend? No. But I mean, I can see her if I want to every day during my lunch break not or I can jail. take arrangement at work. Not in jail. But I would not anyway. It's, it's not a place for her to have fun oh, or man. whatever. Yes. But and then funny. they charge you for the privilege. They, they charge you, did you say 20 US oh, yeah. dollars a day? They charge you yeah. to be in prison. Exactly. Oh, I mean, semi yeah. in prison, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That's completely insane. But that's how it is. That's simply how it is. Well, Yesterday I paid five hundred and four Swiss francs for the the pleasure of staying there twenty twenty four days. For only do February. you speak to the other people on the inside and like what are they what are they in there for? What kind of what kind of things lead to a part time? I mean, it's just like yeah, a studio apartment, bunkie? isn't it? Unpaid what's time. What's your bunk paid for? Oh, to be honest, I don't know. I probably didn't exchange it less than one hundred words with the guy in uh, in ten days, but. Uh, as I understand it, it's people that are finishing a longer sentence or that just didn't pay their fine because it was too much or whatever. And after a while, you get jailed. Yeah. The fact that you would pay more than 20 US a day to stay in a four-bunk hostel in Switzerland. So oh, yeah. this might actually be the more uh, cost-effective way for someone to backpack around Switzerland is just to accumulate fines and not pay them. <laughs> yeah. But then you will have to get a job in Switzerland to be able to roam around during the day. And uh, if I believe my cigarette and soft drink consumption, it's probably not that cost-effective, really. Wow. Well, anyway, I didn't mean to uh, change the subject or whatever. I just saw you in here and I thought, let's come and say hello. Because you know, Benoit, back in the day, you were the most active uh, fakeologist back in 2019, by my yes. recollection. Because yeah, check this out. What I've been doing is... I've, for the last week or so, I've been listening back. No, not even last week. Ever since I spoke to Ab, since then, I've been listening to the Fakeologist audio chats from March of 2020. And I recommend wow. you guys and anyone anyone who hears this, if you take the time to go back and listen to those FACs from like March 15, 19, they were epic calls. And it was like, it's like a time capsule. 
So you can hear me speaking, you can hear Ab speaking, you can hear Benoit speaking, you can hear uh, Ashalu was there, Rick was there, all these people were there. Maybe Frank was on a few as well, I can't remember now, but there were all these people on these calls and you can hear us and we don't really know what's coming. So we're talking about, well, maybe this will happen, maybe that'll happen. And I've I've been staying up late listening to this stuff. Like I can't stop listening. It's like <laughs> it's it's listening to us. It's listening to us, and we now know that there was a train, like a train barreling down, right? And you can hear us kind of like, do you think that's a train? Sounds like a train to me. No, nah, that's not a train. But the the rail the rails are vibrating. No, nah, it's probably nothing. Like you can hear this conversation going on. Um, I can't really describe it any better than that. I strongly recommend you guys go and check it out. It's it's uh it's fascinating. We have four and people one of the, listening. One of the right things now. that one of the things that did stand out, uh, Benoit, is that on one of these calls, I remember you saying, and it's not a criticism of you, Benoit, because none of us knew it was going to happen. You thought it would all be over in a couple of months. And, uh, and then you can hear me saying, well, it might be over in a week, that this might be bigger than 9-11, we don't know. And it's like, so I was open to anything. There's one call where I was like, man, I could fly back to Australia for a couple hundred bucks. Flights are never this cheap. I'm thinking of going back. And I found myself thinking, man, what if I did take that flight? My life would be so different right now. So, uh, yeah. But let's be honest. I'm probably the only person who goes back and listens to these archives anyway. So I'm probably talking to myself Absolutely. here. But yeah, I'm trying what to it has proven to me once again, Ab, is what a resource this place is. Like it's all recorded. We don't have that for 9-11, but we do have it for 3-11. What were we thinking? Because we, we all worked that it was a hoax. Every single person on the call yeah. uh, worked that it was a hoax, right? So what do a whole bunch of yeah. hoax aware people Things going to happen next, and then people like, um, do you remember Will Lose? Will Lose, the comedian, he was like yep. new to the call, and then actually you were ahead of me, Ab, because I was like, but what about chickenpox? If it's not a virus, and then you're like, well, it could be bacteria, and then you can hear me in real time thinking, yeah, maybe it could be bacteria. I'm open to that. Really fascinating but, uh, uh, yeah. conversation. But if I remember correctly, that uh, that time there was a lot of new people that were looking for reassurance or give their take on the situation. If I remember correctly, we had a big afflux of new people and long chat with a lot of people on a daily basis. If I remember correctly. There was well, one call. I listened to a seven-hour call last night. It was a seven-hour call. I had it wow. at 1.5 speed, obviously. But I'm just sitting there on my little laptop doing what I do and then listening to that in the background. Seven hours was one of those epic calls. And yeah, from start to finish, yeah. it's people saying, what's happening in your city? What's happening in your city? And that's a funny thing, too. I don't know if you guys remember this. But the dominoes fell, like they didn't all fall in the one day. Shit started going down in this country or in this city, but then in a different city, it wasn't happening at all. So you can hear us kind of like, really? People in your city are hoarding toilet paper? Yep. Well, not in my city. And then, and it's like, we know now what happened next, but you can hear us. It's, a, it's the same people. It's you and me and some people listening to this right now. We're all in this call and we're just like, we were so, um, it was innocent back then, wasn't it? It was the before times. It was back before, uh, Everything went down and... Yeah, it was a strange period. <laughs> and there were so break, many ads John too. John Lebon, Benoit, and now... You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. No, there was a funny moment on one of those calls I was telling you about where I was complaining about all of the ads and then you were explaining why the, the, um, the donation things are good. And then we'll lose his like, is this a bit that you guys do? 
every night. And we were like, yeah, kind of like this is a back and forth, the the paywall model versus the um what's it called? The the value, the value for value model. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't mean to come and interrupt the conversation. Just wanted to say hello to Benoit and, and share my thoughts on the the, the archives app. What you're doing here is very important. And people putting their voice on the record, all the people who came back in March of 2020 to, to share their thoughts, it's like a time capsule. And for yeah. some of us, it's going to be useful as a resource to like remind ourselves because it's easy to forget how things were. All we know is now we've got like a recency bias going on. But what were people saying back then? What were people expressing? What were they feeling? It's all recorded at fakeologist.com, an amazing resource. So a massive thanks to and all the people out there. And free. Well, it's not free for you. People have to help you fund it. And and thanks to all the people who do help fund fakeologist.com. All the people who have ever supported this place. Well, Uh, thanks to all of you. Yeah, the archives are all wide open and free. Yeah, that's what I meant. It's easy to access. So I I think that's important. uh, I remember that time. uh, I remember it's funny because I completely forget about it, but now that you mentioned it, I was back then living with my then girlfriend at her apartment. And I remember she woke me up one morning at around seven while I was not working. And she was like, I'm so anxious about this COVID situation. And I remember myself being very pissed off at her. That was probably the beginning of the end, by the way. So it's really funny that that situation made so much change in my personal life. By the way, I'm looking on Twitter, which uh, keeps changing all the time. And trending in my area is the word staged. Trending in Canada, staged. Which is good, and also CBDC is trending today on Twitter. On but but Saturday, is that January trending 28th. in Canada? Is that that same sidebar you're talking about? Which is trending in Canada? Do you think they're giving the same results to you and to every other Canadian user, or do you think those trending things are still targeted based on your own keywords, your own tweets, your own interests? Yeah, I agree. I don't trust anything Twitter tells me. So for sure, this could because the stuff that I get in trending in Australia. The stuff that I get in trending in Australia, because I use a VPN, obviously, so I, I generally on the internet use my VPN to pretend yeah. like I'm in Australia because it, it just makes more sense, especially when you're doing banking or whatever. You don't want them having to yeah, verify you have it, to, uh... whatever. So my Twitter will say trending in Australia, and it will be things that apply to me like MMA stuff or um, truth stuff, and I'm like, bullshit, that's trending in Australia. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it might be trending more than usual, but it's not one of the trends. It wouldn't be a top 50 trend in Australia. So they still target what they pretend is a trend to you as an individual. That's why social media is so useful to these people. Well, right here today we're talking, I'll just read some of the tweets. Um, The Thunberg, Greta Thunberg arrest staged. The Paul Pelosi thing staged. The, I think there's something going on with the Memphis police with some guy named Tyro or something. They're saying, people are saying that's staged. I don't know if these are real people or bots or intelligence bots. You, you just don't know. I'm not going to look at every profile. Yeah, the guy's name is Tyre Nichols. That's the latest uh, police. Don't trust the police. Police are violent. Yeah, I people are saying it's staged. Yeah, a lot of people are saying staged. It's, I think this wouldn't have happened four years ago. I don't think the word staged meant as much. Oh, I will have to disagree with you on that because with the George Floyd situation, not much people were saying it was staged. And it was less than four years ago, if I'm correct. But do you think that would be a trending word? Uh, I don't know. Well, to be honest, I don't know. 
I, I'm a bit jaded. Everything is fake, in my opinion. And by the way, just so you know, GLB has left the room. Okay. He barged in and talked. And I was going to say that um, we have a couple live listeners here today at fake11.com forward slash radio 2. We have the United Kingdom, which I guess is Napoleon. Ormo, Australia. I don't know who that is. Frankston, Australia. And Nampa, Idaho. Where is Ormo, Australia? Ormo is up Highway M1, uh, up the Gold Coast. Ormo. Well, that could be those guys. That, you know, there was a few guys up, up in the Gold Coast that were listening and used to join in the conversations on um, the Rick and Rollo show for, for many years. Okay, no one ever identified that word, Ormo, to me, ever. That's cool. Yeah, where is that? Oh, it's south of Brisbane. South of Brisbane, that's where... Uh, I will read just John Lebon's last message on the server. I'm going to shut up now. Thanks, everybody. Going to listen. Thanks, everybody. Again. <laughs> yeah, he's a fun guy. Um, we also... Where's Frankston, Australia, Frank? You should know that. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 on the other side. I, I live on one side of what's called Port Phillip Bay, and Frankston is on the other side. Oh, okay. I'm so, looking at... So yeah. It's probably... Port- it's probably Beavy that's there. Okay, hi Beavy. It could be, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I, I didn't realize that so much of Australia is around Port Phillip Bay. The biggest town or city is Melbourne, and of course you're on the west side of that. Okay, it's a lot of activity around that bay. Yeah, I'm going well, to jump a, off a, now um, because I try I mean, to uh, not bother my cellmate too much. So I will not leave because okay. I don't want to be uh, too much of a pain in the ass. I think that uh, me smoking is already too much for the guy. So I will leave you now. But it was a pleasure to speak with you, Frank and Ab, as usual. Oh, and thank have you. Have a nice rest of the day or the night for that Wonderful. matter. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. All the best with your Steve Benoit. So the, the the Port Phillip Bay could be a, you know, it's designed really to be a, a, a city based on water transport, um, but that doesn't happen. They stick with roads and so on. But the, you know, the Port Phillip Bay area, if you had ferries crossing the um, the bay, Everything would be much more efficient. Yeah. Let me, I gotta take a quick uh, break here. Una momenta. I have this strong urge to grab a cup of coffee, I must say, so I might do that while you're having a break. Um, and we will resume shortly. Listeners, I'm sure there'll be some lovely music that comes on while we're doing what we're doing. All right, I'm back. I don't know why I got disconnected there. It is Saturday, January 28th, 2023. 
and I was just looking at Twitter. I don't know why I look at Twitter. It's a really a waste of time because you're you don't really get to see much of what you of the people you follow. If you really look closely, there's so many other people that show up in your timeline. For instance, if someone you follow like something, they'll show that in your timeline before they'll put that person you like his stuff. So there's so much of that. But I'm just looking at my timelines because I do like sometimes I remember to look at the um the top I the top trending tweets. Whether or not they're really trending, twending, I don't know. They do change very quickly. I just, now I see that stage is no longer trending. That's five minutes later. So it really is very strange. I'm looking, let me look at CDBC. Okay. Something... So we're getting the worldwide roll-up, roll-out of CDB, CBDCs. Couple explanations. Okay, I'm back. So, are you out of the truck now, Ab? Are you um, just relaxing? No, I'm just, I'm just pulled over right now. I'm taking a break, and I'm just looking on my phone. It's really a pity I can't play anything. Um, we don't have the Fred Boat bot doesn't play anything useful anymore. I used to be able to play URLs, but that doesn't work either. I know it used yeah, to. Yeah, so yeah, we, you, you need to go back to virtual cables again now, don't you? Well, there's no equivalent for the phone for mobile. Of a virtual cable? No, no, no. There's nothing. I'm uh, I'm on a desktop, but I just haven't got a virtual cable installed. Well, it's really pretty easy. Just download Voice Meter Banana if you want. I can't. Yeah, so I could, I'll do I'll, this particular have, computer monitor. Is is that my is that my um? Factory? Yeah. Well, you should install it everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere you go, that's right. It's not that so. Anyway, hard getting to, back uh, to my my um, you know, my what was happening for me personally, it was it was very um, significant. I think there has been a change. You know, if I if I see it in my wife, of such significance, I think there is there is stuff happening. I, I, you know, a a shift. Um, because my here's a good prescient. Bad. Yeah, here's a prescient tweet. See, we could do this on a show together as well. We could just read tweets. What if COVID? I mean, yeah, these are things we already know, but it's good to see other people say them. What if COVID was the distraction all along to allow the introduction of a dy of dystopian policies in CBDC? We're all distracted with the virus, masks, and shots while they crash the economy and bring in their new world order. Meanwhile, we're arguing amongst ourselves like idiots. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd agree with that. So that, that thing you're talking, what you're saying there is just another example of, 
you know, very clear change in in attitudes, in I guess consciousness, isn't it? It's been really surprising to me to observe it. Kind of sudden. The most clear cut example I saw was in this this um, YouTube guy called Dr. John Campbell, who started off, you know, at the, in 2010, fiercely supporting the lockdowns and fiercely, and then when the vaccinations came in, he was a fiercely supporting, you know, getting vaccination, doing the right thing, and now he has just turned completely feral on the um, the UK government. And the well, he must be authorized to be still on YouTube. Well, he does. Well, he does it in a way. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess so. He, he still must oh, be. Come on, on a, he is. When, when I do a YouTube, I barely get two words out before they shut the stream down. So I don't. I don't, I don't think that. I don't think he's any smarter than you and me. He's not gaming the system. He's authorized. Come on, I just. I don't I don't give him any credit for being crafty. He's authorized to be on YouTube for a reason. So he's releasing the truth at a different schedule. Maybe it's the schedule they want yeah. so they can control yeah. it. He's not telling us any We basically were saying everything back in 2020 as John LeBond just recounted. We were talking about digital ID, CBDCs, um, the lockdowns were to condition people to stop moving around, to stop traveling. It had nothing to do with the virus. Viruses have been not, the not just key. That, the but key. I think you recall that we're, we were we were also talking about you know the the treatments that were occurring that the that the fact that the ventilators were causing excess deaths that remdesivir was causing excess yes. deaths. We, we were on. Yes. We were on to. Every single aspect of this, I, I don't think we we missed anything along the way. I put a video on Faco Tube going back to the ventilators about the nurses. I don't know if this is true, but this whistleblower nurse from New York City Elmhurst Hospital. I don't know if she's real either, but I yeah. think. She was talking about closer nurses that wore black. <laughs> it sounds really dark and yeah. hard to believe. I don't know if that's true. I don't remember her saying that. We, but, you know, when you say that, you know, we had we, at the time that the the right, the, you know, the police stuff was going on in Victoria. We had these policemen come on the streets that had very strange black uniforms with with kind of oh. like um, and the Insignias on their on their uniforms were those um, like Predator. You, you know the film Predator. Yeah, I don't know, but I believe that. You, you know, so it's it wouldn't surprise me if there were black black uniformed Terminator nurses after seeing these these police uniforms that yeah. appeared in in Melbourne streets. So well, why don't so are we in agreement then? We'll do Thursdays. We'll have a a Frank and Ab show. We can bring oh, guests if we want. 
Go for it. Absolutely. We'll just make it. it a regular. We'll make it a a standing appointment that's fully cancelable. So if you can't make it, yeah. just. Well, just it'll be a reserved time of the week. If I can't make it, I'll let you know. If you can't make it, um, yeah, no, that that particular time slot has always worked for me for a long time now. The only time it didn't work is when I was um, you know traveling up to Queensland, and for some reason my phone was just being a nuisance. Yeah. Now, if I can't make it and you can make it, you can always start it on the audio chat on on this area. Sure. Now, so people can look um, at the I place. Tried to re- we tried to record an audio chat with Rachel um, about oh, 15, 16 hours ago. We ended up having to go on to Gilded. I think it went out as a um, out on this live stream, but I don't think Gilded is able to record. Yes, it is. Gilded is um, interlaced with Discord. We, we've experimented okay, well, with that. I can go to Discord then. now. So it might be there. Okay. So that was, and that was quite a, uh, well, from my point of view, I found a very satisfactory discussion with All right. Rachel. How long ago? That was 16 hours ago. How long was the chat so I can look for it? Oh, a couple of hours, I would have said. Okay. I'll look for it. It'll be there. It should be there. It'll be a good, um, um, It'll you be know, Rachel chat. is obviously a very, a, a very astute psychologist, and you know, one of the very, very best, good. in my opinion. Yeah, she's on the forums, psychologist forums. I'm glad she found her voice, um, and I'm glad uh, you guys went to the Gilded as a backup. That's good. That'll be a good test. Yeah, and the only reason we did that is because Rachel wasn't voice verified in this uh, one. Discord, but uh, I, that's now been remedied. So, Rachel, if you if you're listening, um, well, I love it when a backup works. You? Well, hopefully, it'd be great if it has worked. Hi, this is John Friend. This is Mizum. Joe from Atlanta. Joe Mama. Gaia. I'm Buck Chair. It's me. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. Wouldn't that be funny if Gaia came back and he had a, the same fight with uh, Benoit he did the last five times? <laughs> uh, no, it'd be, a bit, it'd be a bit boring and mundane, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, I suppose. Yeah. And hopefully that, that is exactly what would not happen. Yeah, don't What's come happened back, to guy. people like Typo Error? Typo Error was here for a while and then just refused to do anything about his audio. And I simply... That's from 10 years ago. I'm ten years ago. No, he, he, he came on the audio chats for a little while, you know, um, in 2022. And he was he was obviously trying to communicate more, but he just refused to do anything about his audio. And it just became unbearable. So, if you're listening, type error, please do something. Get a microphone and a headset and come and talk to us. We've said that over and over and over again. 
I know. That's, that's I really, that's really old news. You're really dragging up the past. Oh, I'm just. I just thought, you know, that was. He was obviously very keen to to be there, and he's got a lot to say. But if if you can't get a coherent syllable because of his, you know, how how difficult is it to get a headset? Really, can't be that difficult. Graham and maybe Beryl is. His his uh, now deceased mother, rest in peace. Uh, maybe she left him a headset in the will or some money for that. Who would know? But on the I other hand, you know, type of short, quid, as they say. I don't. Go on. It's not. He's not clear. But on the other hand, of course, we do welcome new voices. So, if there are new voices waiting to come in. Make sure you come in. We'll be here. And Derek, this is, that's a cue for you, Derek, to pop back on again, of course. Yeah, come by. And what are the numbers at for people to, to call her in as to call her in? I, I have the oh, okay. view that we should be now encouraging people, you know, in the light of what John LeBon has just talked about, you know, about the, what we, what was going on the start of uh, 2020 and my own, uh, I guess, a, a kind of um, cathartic discussion with my wife the last couple of days, I'd be interested in hearing if other people are experiencing a kind of review of the past three years that they'd want to um, share with us. Yeah, I'm not one to go over the past. I don't listen to myself as a rule, and I definitely don't listen well, to old okay, stuff. But what's your, but I'm not talking about listening to old stuff. I'm really talking about have you sat down and sort of thought, okay, where am I now? How do I feel about it now? Is there, has there been some change? Like for, at work, for example, for you, Ab, I mean, you had a tough time. You had disciplinary stuff go on. You had... Yeah, very minor. Very minor. It was. It was. It was just more me being uh, difficult. It was very minor. We didn't really have anything because I'm sort of an independent soul or contractor anyway. But uh, I'm. I'm more but thinking how, you about know, you my, were one of the my very, children. You were one of the very few people operating in the in the uh, public sphere that's been able to avoid getting jabbed. I mean, there are many contractors in your situation. That were obliged, really, to... No, I don't think so. I don't really know how many truckers got uh, shot up. There's only one major courier company that's owned by our post office that is enforcing the jab to this day for past employees, and they are being... I think there's only maybe one or two percent, they say, or two or three hundred of them that wouldn't do it. So they're fired now, even though their uh, main uh, holding company, which is the Canadian Postal Service, <laughs> they dropped their mandates. But let's not forget, I think it's true, that most companies that are taking on new employees are 
insisting on the at least two shots of this poison. So yeah, that's a big problem. Now it turns out that the, the UK government has announced from I think it's March that they are suggesting that people under the age of fifty do not get any vaccinations. Yeah, it's really hard to keep track of what government is saying what. I thought that might be being said here, too, in Canada. I just assume that everything yeah. just uh, ripples across the world. And then you and I and other researchers, we just see an article from a country that we follow, since most countries are the same in the Commonwealth. For instance, mm -hmm. I don't know what is going on in Fiji, because I don't get Fiji news. But I'm sure it's very similar to everything that's happening worldwide because that is the whole point of the PSYOP is they want a worldwide organization that sends a pulse through the uh, world that everyone has to obey. Yeah. That's called global governance where all governments say, listen, we just take our cue from this worldwide global authority on X. So if it's on yeah. guns, if it's on health, if it's on uh, corporate governance, we just go to them and they tell us what to do. And we implement it as the useful idiots of our mm -hmm. respective countries. So don't blame us. We're just doing best practices. It's kind of like these ISOs for companies. Remember these ISO standards, which I guess was a private company that created business standards? and Yeah. I, I think that was a bit of a precursor to it because then big companies would only do business with other ISO-approved companies, which is just another form of mafioso as far as I can tell. Mm. Yeah. But so, you know, from are you are you personally more relaxed about the whole situation now? What's your view? Well, I stress for my children. I don't I don't care about myself at this point. I stress for them and their future and their limitations. And uh, I will never change my view, of course, of vaccines. So it still stresses me because uh, I get daily reminders of the the long-term health effects of being poisoned by aluminum hydroxide or other adjuvants because I think it has yep. been definitely the cause of all so-called autoimmune diseases like type 1 diabetes. So that yep. I, I'm aggravated daily. I've already got my daily, my daily uh, notice that uh, my daughter's glucose went low today as she's sleeping. So that out that aggravates me to no end. But um, I'm always excited about the future. I'm always excited about change. I if they just drop this part where they poison people, you know, I'm I'm excited with for the <laughs> CBDC because I know there's going to be ways around it, and I'm alert to it. So I'm really excited that uh, they might try and thrash this through the economy because I know there's going to be a lot of really smart people that come up with ways around it and I'm prepared to uh, engage with them including any kind of alternate digital currency 
Now, will it be legal? <laughs> See, that's the other thing. I don't. I I'm kind of worried that they're going to use force to um, limit what you can do with, say, Bitcoin or Epic Cash. It's not that they won't work. It's just that they won't let it work. At least if I was running well, things, that's what I, mean, I would do. I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, it's it's what's going to be allowed to. What, yeah. what are the instruments? What are the financial instruments? Yeah, it'll be contraband um, to uh, probably use any kind of other crypto. Like, you're never going to be able to use it probably at the local coffee shop unless you know the owner kind of thing, I'm guessing. If there are any owners left, I, I think there won't be small businesses either. I think that's going to be another problem. But, you know... If they get rid of small businesses, they can just see the scenarios. If everything is a big business, then what will happen is big businesses won't be able to, uh, say, handle innovation and changes and preferences. So then then the central government's going to probably authorize small businesses. Yeah, it's always a it's always a pendulum when it comes to these things. They lock everything down, then they loosen it all up. And then that doesn't work, so they lock it all. You guys, you and I are old enough to know that business is very cyclical. History rhymes. History doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. So I can just see the future where the CBDCs cause certain problems, and then they need to relax something and do it some other way. But uh, anyway, I'm not afraid of the future, are you? Um, no, certainly not, but largely because I guess I have more confidence now in the, um, you know, in the Bible than I had before. Um, and I guess I've just reached a certain age, really. The other Where, thing is I've... You know, I, I thought even at the beginning, I've basically said to myself and maybe on these broadcasts that everyone here is going to have to be patient because just because you know what's going on doesn't mean everyone else does. So when people come to the realization and we are sure of our stance that viruses don't exist in the way they're portrayed, there's no contagion. So everything people are arguing about in 2020, they'll come to the realization that these are all useless arguments because of these facts that we are not contagious we get sick only by certain methods malnutrition toxicity and um and injury physical injury including or and mental injury too and if we know that then everyone will come around to that realization the only question is how long is it going to take is it going to be one years two years three years four years we all have to be patient so Unfortunately, they've, we all have to suspend our lives the way we were living them for a period of time until everyone catches up with us. Because there's no way, as we've said, they can't turn on or off the herd. They can only steer the herd. So if the herd is running in a certain way, they, the, even the elite can't stop it, but they can point the herd to a certain way and direction and, and using the dialectical process move them in the way they want to and hope it works 
So I'm I'm confident that there's enough people, I think, that I anecdotally have talked to that realize that the vaccines are no good. I don't think they realize that all vaccines are no good and poison, but I think enough people realize that these things are no good and they're not playing the game anymore. I have I don't know very many people that say I'm taking number five, number six. I'm just going to take them till the end of time. And I don't know if they're being genuine people that say that or they are just uh, propagandists. But um, anyway. Well, the FDA has is now ha- has basically withdrawn the original what they call the original vaccines. They're now being withdrawn. Well, no, don't forget. At least here, no they mention. keep talking about them as vaccines, but they are just emergency use authorization injections. They haven't even changed their status here. But now, as I figured, no, they just not. morphed into the vaccine. The vaccine. Yeah. Without any effort, they became the vaccine. That's, that's the intriguing thing is that it's just it's just this jab that you get. It's not there's no attempt that it's or that it's got any medicinal value. That seems to have just gone out the window. It's just you know you're just demonstrating that you'll obey. It seems to be much more about that. For example, you're talking about companies that won't employ people. Unless they get this jab, and when I told my right. wife that, um, when I told my wife that the largest supermarket chains in Australia were still mandating the mat, the jab, she was shocked. She didn't realise that was still happening because her employer, which is a university, has um, has dropped it all. Doesn't even discuss it anymore. So my wife thought it's all over. Yeah. And it's, you know, to me it's incredible just how much she does not know about what's going on. So you're saying that to work at these supermarkets they have to be injected, but not to go into them? To work at them, yeah, yeah, you know, a, a crazy situation. That when these these things are completely, you would have thought totally, absolutely, totally discredited by now. You know, there's just no evidence at all that they've done anything. There hasn't been a single claim made about them that has held up. They have not. Reduced infection, nor severity, nor nor anything. There's not a single thing. And even still, people are saying, oh, yeah, but they were never intended to uh, stop transmission. They can't even remember 18, 18 months ago or a year ago when that's exactly what we were told they were going to do. Most people can't remember yesterday. So it's uh, they rely on people to not pay attention. So, yeah, it's it is 
a, a, you know, an amazing demonstration of the power of a repetition, changing message, just switching it around and and basically gaslighting 100%. The whole episode has been a gaslighting episode from start to finish. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Gaslighting has been, is the word of the last year or two. Um, and it's, it's just been straight gaslighting. And then it turns out that Jacinda Ardern avoids the question about whether she's been jabbed or not. <laughs> just to add the insult to injury. She's, no, she never answered she that? Won't answer, she won't answer that question. <laughs> so that was put to her directly recently or in the yeah, past? Apparently. I haven't got any... Any, um, yeah, make sure you bring some. Uh, yeah, we definitely got to get so for Thursday, we definitely have to get you going on Voice Meter Banana. And, um, any clips you want to bring that you and we'll yeah, practice, bring, uh, bring some clips and we can talk about them. Um, that'll yeah. be good. And if anyone, um, Wants to contact Frank. Frank has a fakeologist email account. Frank at Frank, Frank at fakeologist.com. And Rick does too. Rick at fakeologist.com. If any, and if any of you guys are regular, um, contributors here, I'd be happy to set you up too. Benoit, if you want to have a Benoit at fakeologist.com, you can. You just have to give me the forwarding email to send it to. But uh, I try and make. I want to make it easy for people to contact the commentators here at fakeologist.com. Bring everyone into the fold. And um, oh, Benoit sent me a backup link to um, this forum, which uh, now I can't even remember what the backup link is. It's fake11.com forward slash. Um, D, I think it's DT Delta Tango, which is Discord template. Let me just see if that's correct. And um, if you do set up a backup to the Discord, after the break. After the break. Hi, this is Matthew. This is Maria Lakita. Mark Manuel. This is OBS. Noise level. Polly Milson. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. Yeah, it's fake11.com forward slash Delta Tango. And um, you can create the template on your Discord, but you have to email me the link to your new server if you want me to use it if we go down if you send it to me on discord and it's in my private messages of course they'll all be deleted at the same time the server goes down so you have to use email so you can email me at i'm at fakeologist.com if you create a link and then if we go down i will um, go through my email and find your link that you sent me and I'll start it up, whoever's works, basically. So make sure you email me the new invite to the new server you create based on the template at fake11.com forward slash Delta Tango. Of course, you can also go to fake11.com forward slash Gilded. That is our Gilded server. And Frank and Rachel made it work. 
and I'm going to see if it worked when I get back in the Fakeologist studio. I'm sure it will work. Yeah. Yeah, we just, we, so that was a voice chat we did. Um, yeah, as I said. Yeah. Um, but let me just look at I don't think I have any way of seeing if there's a record of it by looking in the I don't have a I don't have the log set up properly on uh on um on your phone. Oh on Gilded. Now that's the thing, it takes a while to set these uh servers up and um I'm, I have no way of telling. Let me just I'm just looking here through the uh Jan Eric joined the Gilded server on Friday, January 13th, but I don't think he's done anything. And and Chaucer did last Sunday as well, whoever that is. So there's not much action in the Gilded. Looks like Marfer posted there. Yeah, oh, Chaucer asked you... Been, um... Oh, Chaucer sent you a Go message ahead. on Thursday. That's interesting. Did you see that? No. Well, you responded, hi, Chaucer, awesome. and then he wanted to chat with you on Thursday. But he didn't use the reply okay. function, so you probably wouldn't have seen it. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty dead over there. That's fine. That's the backup. Um, my apologies, That's Chaucer. The... We'll have to do that. I don't know who Chaucer is. Do you? No, but the way to find out is to talk to him, him or her, wouldn't oh, I? I would have thought. I was going to say maybe it's Babette because I remember she talked about Chaucer before, but it doesn't look like her text. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so it probably is Babette, yeah. Yeah, but she put a song to in there, Nina Simone. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe she yeah. likes that person, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's yeah, Babette. It'll be Babette. Oh, okay. All right, we have a good memory, don't we? And John well, LeBond says he's yeah, So we're going to get that going for Thursday. So I'll put that in the schedule right now. And uh, let's see here. I'll put it in the schedule. Are you aware we have a calendar, a Google calendar that we uh, use for scheduling? Okay. I'm going to add an event. So it's going to be, should we call it the Frank and Ab show? Or do you want to have a name that you would uh, like to use for that show? If I think of one, I'll let you know. It's probably a good idea to have one, isn't it? We can't keep using the Rollo ad nauseum for everything. Why don't we um, make our first invitation to a favorite guest of both of ours for the show? You know who that might be? I, I think uh, you're talking about Marcus Allen, of course. Yeah. Uh, Marcus at 
I've got a couple of his emails stuck in my phone. Marcus at fetch123.com and MarcusAllen at gmail.com. I'll add them both to the invitations and see if he responds. That'll be funny. <laughs> so I'm gonna send I'm gonna send that out now. So you should get an email from Google Calendar and hopefully it'll show the local time when you open the calendar. That's why I'm using the calendar. So when you open up the calendar, it should show your proper time based on your own okay. calendar settings. I send it through now. Do you want to check? Uh, yeah, we can. We can do that. How's my sound, by the way? Fine. Good. It was a little hard to hear you earlier okay, so when I had I've a lot of... I've received the invite, yeah. I've received it, yeah. Okay. So if you accept that, does it bring up your own calendar so you can see where it is on your calendar? And show you that... Does it show your local time for that? This way I don't have to keep right. explaining what the time it is to people on the other side of the world. According to me... Yeah. Uh, that's a bit strange. So it's going to be Friday mm -hmm. at midday for me. Okay. I always thought, exactly. thought 12 p.m. I always thought 12 p.m. was a.m. I thought midday was 12 a.m. Isn't that it, isn't it interesting that I have got no idea what's what? Well, it's a good thing that I did it this way. That way you can easily tell what time it is. Okay, just give me one sec. I have to take a quick second here. Oh, one moment, sir. Yeah. Yeah, so just while Ab's gone, this is our uh, my regular call out to anyone that wants to to call in. Uh, I'd have to have a look at the numbers, so I'll do that on the Fakeologist website. Just in talking to. Anyone who wants to call in, and the numbers are from the USA, 810-666-1984, from Canada, 902-400-1984, and if you're... All right, so that showed up in the calendar? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so you can see it in the yeah. calendar, that's good. Okay. Do you see that I invited Marcus anywhere in your invitation? Yeah, Does that guess. show up? Yeah. And showed up. Okay, you can see all that. Okay, that's good. That's interesting. So you should you can set your own reminders and whatnot. Okay, well, let's see what happens. So if you want to invite any guests, that's a pretty good way of doing it. Yeah, sure, I should invite some of my normie friends and see what they make of it. Yeah. 
It'll be fun to interview your wife too, if you're uh, up to that. Oh. That would be funny. <laughs> it, it would be um... revelatory. No, I don't know about that. I think it'd be a it'll be a um, a cold day in hell before that happens. But <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Yeah. I think it's a very... Um, so we'll have to wait till winter, is that what you're saying? A cold day in hell before that happens. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? It was the, the, the rapprochement that was uh, achieved over the last couple of days has been just very satisfying, very satisfying indeed and surprising. Everyone has their own schedule. Yeah. Well and truly. All right. Well, there's something to look forward to. Yeah. As I rejig the schedule, still no, um, still no uh, communication from Tiago. I see he's hanging out on other sites. I wonder how that um, that uh, gives that GoFundMe he created to why, start though. his own platform is going. Yeah, and uh, although I must say that uh, in, uh, along that vein, that um, Velocet's um, doing um, has been you know active on Beachy's site. Oh, Velocet's at Beachy. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's uh, that's all. It's great. Good to see that he's you know participating. I wanted to contact Beachy because I think she lives in Half Moon Bay, California, and there was some kind of psyop there this past week. I think that's all true. I wanted to know if it's such a small town that maybe she could have um, got some information on that. Because obviously if something happens in Toronto, I can't tell any more than you can. Because this place is so big and so impersonal. But you'd think in a small place, you yeah. might have a better chance of finding out what's going on. Maybe. Well, if I look at Beachy's site, what, you got anything going on? No, she's, she hasn't really. No, not poking on there in the... That would be interesting. Has been on the audio chats at all? Not lately. No, no one has been really. It's been super quiet. But what about, you know, in days gone by? No, 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 not really. Not really. Well, her name is Purple Play over here. I don't even know if she's on our... I don't even know if she's on our Discord server. I tried to find a mess, send a message, but I, I don't think she is. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I think. Um, All right. You've done it. Done what time is you it can now? To, it's uh, time for me to go and have a snooze. Nearly three o'clock in the morning. Oh my god! This is way past your normal time. 
Well, it's it's not way past my normal time if I'm operating, you know, because when we operate the flaking machine, it's round the clock. Yeah. Okay. It's just that um, uh, in this instance, um, I've chosen to stop a little. Normally, I'd be fast asleep by now because it's largely automatic. But I thought I would um, take the opportunity to say, "Oi!" Did you get ad- adequate flakage from your efforts? It's the machine's running extremely well. Like um, it's um, how do I describe it? That article I sent you on salt, I didn't really read it. I just saw yeah. there was enough stuff that you probably would know about. Do you want to just quickly say what it yeah, was so, about? Yeah, so it was an article explaining that you know. People not getting enough salt is really stupid, and uh, sorry enough. It kept talking about sodium, which was, I guess, it's it's my continues to be my bugbear. But everything in the article was um, terrific. It said that you know you need sodium to to prevent osteoporosis, and and it worked out that you need five grams of sodium a day. Terrific. My question is, does anyone in America know what five grams of sodium is? And you just said you don't like using sodium, the word sodium. That's just the free metal ion, isn't it? Does it not have to be combined with another element to be a salt? That's right. Of course. And no one, you can't eat sodium. Sodium's a metal that if you put it in your mouth will just blow your mouth apart. It's an explosive Highly explosive okay. substance. And so what is the correct word? very, very... Salt. You're getting sodium chloride. Salt. Right. Table well, salt. aluminum hydroxide is a salt, too. We shouldn't eat that. I, I said, uh, yeah, table salt. Okay. Is the, is, the, um, is the most sensible word to use. What and is the it, definition it, of salt in chemistry is it just two elements combined to make a powder or what what is the uh, it, actual definition of it, chemistry in salt it's it's the combination of a metal and a halide usually or a oh you know, a, okay um, okay it's a combination of a metal um that's been if you like oxidized in an oxidized state and a uh. You know, in something like chlorine or fluoride or sulfur and oxygen to create a, okay. a salt, which is different to it being an oxide. And it happens okay. usually in the presence of water. Okay. You can create a salt by evaporating. You know, as you dry the water out, what remains is, is a salt. Okay. But NaCl is sodium chloride, which is table salt. Is him is so are all your salts NaCl, but just different than say a table salt? So the the key difference between 
NACL and what I do is that essentially we we have CISO, which is has everything that is in the ocean. It ends up in, in varying amounts in the salt, in the sea salt. Okay. And but its base is, is NACL. It's base. It's mostly sodium chloride. Yep. Okay. And the reason that's important is that the, the chloride is sixty percent of salt. Chloride is sixty percent of salt, and sodium is only forty percent. Okay. And the chloride is the bit that is at least as important as the sodium. It's the chloride that makes the hydrochloric acid that used to digest your food, and it's the chloride that operates what's called the the chloride shift, which allows the transfer of carbon dioxide and oxygen at, at the at the blood. Now, for the cells to do the undertake the respiration, and the more free chloride you have available in your body, the, the more efficient your breathing and respiration is. Oh, okay. Um, and so this guy know, again, said five. The, the problem with all this, it's yeah. five grams of sodium. So what that means is that it's exactly the same number that I talk about. It's actually fifteen grams of salt. It's, it's the same number okay. that I keep talking over and over and over again. Fifteen grams of salt per day, half an ounce of salt a day is the. You know, clearly, the optimum population. So this message was a confirmation of your views that I sent you. One hundred percent. Yeah, okay. but my my objection to it is that it's so confusing to keep talking about five grams of sodium when you can't get sodium, you can't buy sodium, or you can from a specialist lab yeah. with a license or something. And so it just confuses people. So if he just said salt, that would be better? If he just said... Or table salt? Yeah. He should be saying to people, yeah, this is, this is half, half an ounce of salt. Half an ounce of salt. It's very easy to remember. How many tables? Oh. Monkeypox. It's the second pandemic, lads. Monkeypox. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. And we're back, and we're back. Oh, D-Rec was asking, yeah, Derek. Derek, a you. tablespoon of salt. Now, what if that's infused in your processed food? What does that mean? Say that again. What if it's in just your processed food? Because some processed food has salt. Is does that count? I mean, it's it's as long as you're getting the food. As long as you're getting salt. If you get a tablespoon of salt a day, you are cruising. You will live as long as a Japanese and a woman. 
60,000 people over the age of 100. That was the other thing that's been in the paper, in my papers a lot, is this stuff about um, population decline in China and Japan. Are you seeing those articles? China, Japan, Korea? Hold on a sec, guys. I'm in a car wash. Hold on. Can't hear you right now. <laughs> I hope you put your windows ear uh, mirrors in. Anyway, while I'm, I'm just, um, going through the car wash, I, I have been reading stories that the Korean people are having 0.7 children per couple. Japan is at 1.3. China is also very low. Um, and the claimed replacement rate should be 2.1 children per couple. Oh, yeah. It's over. Uh, it's over for the West. But it's but these the countries with the the lowest rates are China, Japan, and Korea. Yeah, that is um, that was an explanation I heard for why they're doing COVID zero in China, because if they have mass unemployment or they 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 basically say there aren't young people coming up, so yeah. it's going to be a huge problem for their economy. And since most of those reproducing age people are men because they culled all the females because of the one-child policy, it's, yeah. it's a huge problem for reproduction. Can you imagine? Maybe China's yeah. going to have to import people. Uh, yeah, and Korea. So, I mean, they're the engine. So, they, so it's interesting how the world has been position now, isn't it, for just a total cessation of activity, really. Yeah, they want to collapse the population in half, in one generation, which they they were already They've doing done. in the Western countries. Yeah. It was already yeah, happening I mean, anyway they, since the pill. The pill started it in the 60s. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's... Um, it's my big argument Very with uh, some of the people I like to follow um, in Canada regarding uh, immigration. And then as they say, well, we should be yeah. importing Europeans. I said, and I say to them, what Europeans do you want to bring in? There are none. Like, 
if you want to bring it, you bring back the past. The Europeans aren't making people. They they've been out of that business for a long time. So who do you want to bring in from Europe? Who exactly is it? Like, be specific when you complain. And of course, the answer is what, what, what response did you get? I don't get any response. I usually get blocked because they're not making sense. I don't mind. I don't mind the argument. Are you but who are you already well at? <laughs> no, these are these are people uh, in our community or sort of straddling our community. I just find it amusing that I, I'm fine with uh, bring, keeping things the way they are, but it's just not going to happen because these people don't exist. There are no Europeans or Irish to the whole reason why Ireland is importing Africa is because there's no Irish. Yeah. There's no native born Irish either. They have the same problem. Like the days of the pre pill days are gone. You don't, I don't think you have um, Catholic families with 10 people in them anymore. They don't exist. Yeah. Like, uh, just biblically, you know, if it's if it is the end of the world, don't bring don't bring children in anyway. Even even the Bible is sort of talking about that. It's oh, very they? interesting. Well, it, it, you know, if it's. Um, Woe, I think the Bible says something, woe, woe betide people with children at the, at the end days. Let me, I'll see if I can get the exact words. Okay. Woe. But do you agree that we have to go to the third world if we want bodies for to keep our countries going? Uh, no, I don't. Th I don't think we need to keep our countries going. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you reject the premise. <laughs> but woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. There shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. So what's that translated into English? <laughs> it's just talking about if this is the end of days, then, you know, it's not going to be that great to be a parent. Oh, okay. And the Phillips translation is, when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armed forces, you will know that the time of her devastation has arrived. Then it is time for those who are in Judea to fly to the hills, and those who are in the city must get out of it. And those who are already in the country must not try to get into the city, for these are the days of vengeance, when all the scriptures have said will come true. Alas, for those who are pregnant, for those who have tiny babies in those days, 
For there will be bitter misery in the land and great anger against this people. They will die by the sword. They will be taken off as prisoners unto all nations. Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the heathen until the heathen day is over. There will be signs in the sun and the moons and the stars and the earth. There will be dismay among the nations and bewilderment at the roar of the surging sea. Men's courage will fail completely as they realize what is threatening the world. For the very powers of heaven will be shaken. Then one will see... Then men will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with great power and splendor. But when these things begin to happen, look up. Hold your heads high, for you will soon be free. Yeah, so it's... Sounds like good times ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the good times are when you see all that happen. That's a good time uh, roll, eh? <laughs> oh, that Bible so uplifting. Good turn, Joe. Oh, brother. <laughs> well, well on that happy, as you, as on that happy the apocalypse. The yeah. The final, good. The final days, yeah. <laughs> well, I think we better get you to bed, Salty. All right, man. So, Work on your banana, and we'll Thanks see you Thursday. We'll, we'll see if Marcus shows up. Roger. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. That's all, folks.